یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں you can for Jerry West because he's quite literally the logo but I always wonder Karan, like, do you think if Jerry West like character existed in the modern day would we be calling him a choker for losing in the finals that many times you know what he, he, he would he would be hated a lot of course but he went to the finals all those times so I mean he's one it, it's weird right he, he's considered one of the most clutch players of all time yeah like that's his legacy so it's it, it, I mean we didn't really live through the, through the 60s to know Uh, my my father-in-law is a huge Jerry West fan. That's how we bonded the first time I met him. Oh, fantastic. Um, so so I immediately know, knew that I was marrying into a good family. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, uh, it's it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so we have a little bit of Indian basketball news to catch up on before we head to our special guest. So the Federation Cup happened very yes. recently and yes. the winners of that event were ONGC in the men again and Chhattisgarh yep. in the women so uh, what do you have to share from that tournament Karan? that is five straight victories in the federation cup for ONGC um, I mean it helps having our, our main man Vishesh Bhrigovanshi who basically all he does is win you know he it was a surprise for me that he, uh, he, he finished second in the, in, in the UBA finals where he was the MVP But he went, won the ONGC. He took Uttarakhand to a, to a title at the uh, at the senior nationals a few months ago. Um, so it was and 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 poor IOB. They came really close. I think it was a three point game in in the final. Mm-hmm. They are always the the the, the 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 sort of silver medalist in 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 the Federation Cup. They always they always finish second to ONGC. And there has to be some tipping point. I, you know, they may need to bulk up and and sign a. You know the next big thing in Indian basketball to to match up to um, what Vishesh and then Amrit Pal and these guys are now are doing up in ONGC. Hey, it's it's Brown Mamba's time until he decided it's not to be. It seems it seems like it. I'm working on. I mean, it seems like a good time to plug. I'm I'm working on a huge profile piece on the Brown Mamba, and I, I I've written a lot of stuff about Vishesh, obviously, but I'm I'm hoping to to make something that that'll really um, propel him more into like the public spotlight. Oh, that's fantastic. Looking forward to reading that. There will be a lot of Varanasi love in that time this evening. The, there'll be some. There'll be some, of course. Yeah, it's all related. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. <laughs> uh, what and, and, and Chhattisgarh won the women's tournament. So, um, good for them. Poonam Chaturvedi, who in our, in our last podcast, we are being told from Gina um, that she was the most, she was the most uh, toughest person to guard in the, in the senior nationals. That's right. She, she was incredible. She, she basically dominated this tournament. And uh, took took Chhattisgarh to gold. Oh, so, so Chhattisgarh plays as a club as well in in the Federation Cup because the Federation. Well, well, how how it works is that the 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 women's teams send out uh, the the states and the, and and like the units and the states. So railways and states for women and mm-hmm. clubs for men. 
because they are they're just not that many clubs in 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 the women's division. Okay. So what they do is that the Federation Cup sends the the previous senior nationals top eight men's the clubs from the top eight winning state teams for men mm-hmm. and the top eight winning state teams for women and not the clubs the entire state. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, Chhattisgarh won. I think they beat Indian Railways in the final. Fantastic. Uh, it, it's also time for me to, I think, plug uh, Army Supply Corps, who finished fourth, I believe, this time from Bangalore, so representing Karnataka and my hometown. And special shout out to my my ex clubmate who moved from my club to uh, ASC, uh, Isaac, for putting on a show, and I believe he's getting a call up to the Indian team very, very soon. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned the UBA briefly, Karan, uh, yeah. about how Vishesh somehow lost in the finals. I think that's probably yeah. a Bangalore effect because, like, a- any <laughs> Bangalore team seems to like come to the finals and lose, as shown by the Royal Challengers of Bangalore many, many years in a row. Uh, so yeah, the the, the Bang- Bangalore all, all your friends are, all your friends back in Bangalore are shaking your head, shaking their heads in disappointment, Kaushik. You're letting them down. <laughs> I know, I know, but they know it's the truth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So the Mumbai Challengers won UBA four over Bengaluru Beast in the finals, and Vishesh was the yeah. MVP as well. So, what do you know about that tournament? Yeah, I mean, I I think the only thing that could stop Vishesh for winning that the, the Mumbai team was stacked. So it's sort of uh, he really came up against a brick wall. I mean, they had Alex Scales, the only player with sort of you know his few minutes of NBA experience or whatever he had, but he I mean to make it to that level. He's obviously super talented, right? Um, he, he he was in that team. Indabir Gill, who was who's been a past uh, guest on our show, was in that team. They had another in, uh, American star named Jimmy Scroggins, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jagdeep Singh Baines, who's one of the top players in India for several years. Prasanna Venkatesh, who's a national player. So they were loaded. Ooh, that's uh, a loaded five. That, and so I mean. Uh, the, the, I spoke to Vishesh about the about the Bangalore team. They they started pretty horribly. I think they lost the first three games. That's right. And and they won the next three and then sort of like scraped into the qualifying round. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vishesh was just incredible. He was putting up like yeah. Did he 50, have like fifty point games? He had he had fifty point double doubles. He would have like fifty and ten. <laughs> um, he's putting up his hardened numbers, you know. Um, so he won the MVP, but he lost in the finals, and um, he's he seemed pretty determined to 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 come back and and take the crown next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was a huge season. Like you saw how how loaded uh, Mumbai Mumbai was. I think a lot of teams were were loaded like that, um, and I think uh, it, it's added a new dimension to to Indian basketball. Though the one thing that Vishesh did tell me was there was a little bit. Too much one-on-one basketball this year. It was. It, it really depended on who your superstars are. That's true. So I think, um, it, if, if, if for example, the, the Alex Kills and Vishesh are on opposite ends, and they are the ones, so they are the ones who end up taking most of the shots for the team. You know. <laughs> so I think once this league gets longer and once uh, the players get to know each other a little bit better, we'll see better team coordination and we'll see more team play, and um, I think the quality of basketball will improve. 
Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think it, it, a big big factor for that was that this is the first time that all these new Indian stars and the foreign stars have been integrated into the teams, and it it's yep. a process of time. And you 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 touched upon it very briefly. It's it's just a two week or three week league, and it's hard to yep. build that sort of chemistry. And like if if the Bangalore team lost three games and then won three games and then that was enough to make it to the semis, so it's just not yeah. enough time to build that chemistry. But but uh, we one of the stars who've played for one of the teams uh, is our special guest today so uh, that's like the lamest way in which i can tease this but <laughs> current like you're the man for this yeah we we have uh, iban hayams who who was who's been an all star almost whenever he's participated in the in the uba uh, he plays he, he plays for haryana gold and he's a he's a true sort of global basketball citizen i think he, he was born in, and raised in india then moved to australia he's Played ball and um, I, I mean he he has he, he has Jewish roots. I don't know if he was actually raised in Israel for a while too. Um, he he lived in he, he played in Singapore. Uh, I, th- I think I mentioned he, he he played college ball in the US too. So he's really been all over the place. And um, in India he, he he worked with the Indian national team with uh, Kenny Nat back in 2011 I think. Um, and should have been our starting point guard. I, I hope to ask him about that when when we have him on. Uh, he, he couldn't get naturalized, unfortunately, through and had had some personal problems, which we'll get to. Um, he he worked with the NBA in India, and now he's he's sort of in the twilight of his career, and he, he's playing for the UBA, and he's playing pretty well. So he's he's really a great source to get both, you know, how the UBA works and how Australian basketball works, and and generally like the the hustle of a player. To make the hoop dreams come true, it, it isn't all you know, just e- easy money. Here's one league and you play it. And somebody like Iman has to jump around and chase the opportunities where he can. That's right. Without further ado, um, here's Iban. Had to finally have Iban Hiams. Am I saying your name right? How do I say your name? Iban Hiams. Yeah. Iban Hiams on Hoop Darshan after many years of of chasing you and not getting this, the schedule right. Uh, Iban, how are you doing, man? Where are you right now? Well, thanks first of all. I appreciate you know uh, you guys inviting me to come and speak. And I just got back from India. Actually, uh, I've arrived in Sydney. Spends uh, been here for about three days now. Uh, spend time with my family. That's. I mean, uh, I think this is the first time we're having somebody except for Koshik from speaking to us from Australia. So, uh, <laughs> Koshik, you're in Melbourne. AEDT represented. Let's do it. Hashtag that. <laughs> so, so, is there Koshik in Melbourne, right? Is there a, is there a Melbourne Sydney rivalry? Oh, there What's is. What's the? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, so, so people in so, Melbourne seem to think that um, they have some sort of moral superior thing over Sydney, but <laughs> like Sydney is the bigger city. It's it's kind of obvious, but uh, Melbourne people like to claim their own little corner. I I like Melbourne more. I think uh, it's a better place to live. But Sydney is like the prettier place to visit. And Shots stuff. fired. <laughs> right. No, no. I think he compliments. I think he was complimenting Sydney. So we appreciate that. And I think the same thing about Melbourne. I think people in Melbourne are just cooler, uh, very easygoing. It's a beautiful city. Um, you know, every time I go there, I have fun. And so much so that I actually want to invest in a property in Melbourne <laughs> this year. So, you know, yeah. I have no hate against Melbourne. But Sydney is a beautiful city too. You know, we have a lot of good things happening here. Uh, you know, I, I think both cities are probably the top 10 in the world right now. So it's, uh, it's a blessing to be here at the moment and spend time here. So I, 
I have been to Melbourne a couple of times. My elder brother used to uh, used to go to university there, you know, in another lifetime. Uh, nice. Uh, and, and I always enjoy the food in Melbourne. Now, which is a better eating city? I think that's probably Melbourne, though. That's a tough one. There's so many places to eat. You know, I think it's just where you've experienced mostly spending. Because I've eaten a lot of great places in Sydney, and I've eaten a lot of great places in Melbourne, but not as many as I've in Sydney. And, and vice versa for you, Kaushik, you probably seen a lot of places in Melbourne. So That's fair. it's very hard to say. Yeah, tough question. I think we'll go to the next one on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, so we'll shift a little from your uh, from these from yeah, from just kidding, Sydney, by the way. We can, from we can, Melbourne. All the way to Haryana, another comparable place. Because um, <laughs> okay. I think, because I think Iban, you play for the Haryana Gold. In, That's in right. The UB, and you've been with the Haryana Gold for now, no, pretty much since season one, right? Yeah, since I've played, I've been with Haryana Gold, okay. and uh, okay. yeah, it's it's uh, it's a blessing to to obviously have a professional league in India first and yeah. foremost. Um, you know, it's a bit bad time. I think we all basketball fans have wanted this for a long time coming. And uh, you know, it, it truly is a blessing to you know for all players involved in the opportunity that it's creating, not just for us players, but future generations. So yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I was really hoping that there'd be a league. Um, I mean, we don't normally get to this later, but since we started right. talking about Haryana, like there'd be a league where you actually play. Good. You know, we, we brought up Haryana and we're in gold, and you know, obviously, uh, we can definitely touch more on, on Haryana gold. But you know, just uh, I guess. <laughs> Your pitcher had to come up directly, you know, affiliated with with Haryana Gold. So. Yeah, no, so no, I wanted to say like it, it would have been cool to actually have a league where, um, or, or I mean, hopefully eventually the UBA does this, where the right. home teams actually play at home. You know, like yeah, that's that's yeah. the plan. Um, Definitely. But, but but this season you guys played in Chennai and Goa. Mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, you guys didn't make it to the knockout part, so you, you were only in Chennai, right? Right. No. Well. Um. See. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Because all the finals teams went to Goa, but also the All Star place. So I was. I had an opportunity oh, to go. To Goals, so that was great. But yeah. I mean, like you know, to be honest with you, eventually we all want to play in our own cities and travel and yeah. play other cities in their hometown. So you get the home and away crowds. Uh, but because obviously we're just starting off, you know, I think this is the formula that's working right now. It's just yeah. a matter of time that you know what I mean. Every place has its facilities, and and we can grow to that. That's the future. So definitely. So, so this year the the UBA really changed a lot. You know, like uh, you guys added in a lot of uh, right. talented foreign players and a lot of t- talented Team India players. So exactly, exactly. So how how did how did your uh, Haryana Gold team change this year? Well, um, last year, like you know, we had we were predicted to win. You know, uh, we had a great season. Um, you know, we hadn't we were really. You know, we were going to win every every game. That was the plan. You know, we we had everything. The team was playing really well, and um, you know, unfortunately. We just missed out in the in the semis, and unfortunately as well for myself, I got injured right before the last game, um, and didn't get to play in the playoffs. And we went we went second round, but uh, unfortunately we, we didn't make it to the finals, which every everyone expected us to win. But things happened, and so when we came back this year, the mindset was to do better than last year, you know. Um, but you know everyone didn't realize like, hey, shit, the league just got so much tougher because everybody got. Uh, you know the top players in India from all the national national team players came this time, so the league was so much better just on that part. And then on top of that, we added you know a foreign player or two foreign players to pretty much every team. So it became even you know a lot more. Like I said, there was a lot of guys that were used to getting you know more minutes were not getting as much because now everyone was playing. You know, so there's uh, players from the national team that were coming through and they were getting to compete. You know, and showcase their skills too. So 
it was uh, very exciting what happened this year with the, with the addition of all the players from India being, you know, first and foremost being able to play. Um, so that was great, you know, to get to compete against the top guys. And then also to get a couple of international players made everyone pick their game up a little bit more too. Um, but unfortunately for us, yeah, we, uh, we didn't gel at the right time. And, uh, you know, it's a quick season, so you don't get enough time to really bond like the way you want to. And, uh, you know, a couple of games down and then, you know, you got your back against the wall. So every game is a must win. So, um, you know, I think we, we, we obviously going back to draw board, you know, um, spoken with the coaches and, you know, seeing what we have planned for next season, uh, which you guys will have to wait and see. But, um, you know, I think every time we play, we have a really good chance to get to the finals and, and win it because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talent in the team, but we have a, we have a great team in Haryana, um, you know, a lot of, lot of talent there that's, you know, just young and, and still ready and hungry. So uh, we're just going to keep on growing. So you really touched on uh, what I feel is one of the, you know, one of, one of the tricky things with, with this format is that you get so little time, especially this year with, uh, you know, with the influx of new talent and, and team chemistry, you can't just make it up overnight, you know, like it's something you have to work on. And it's always, it's, it's always talented to, I'm uh, oh, sorry, it's always uh, a little bit tricky to make it happen so quickly um, with, with all the new players in the team. You guys, I think, did not have a very good season this year. Um, how do you, what are your personal aims for improving for uh, looking forward for this team? Um, well, I think individually everybody has to, you know, realize also what our roles are and what we are trying to, you know, accomplish and then come together as a team, uh, you know, right before the season starts. And uh, like we actually have a, a WhatsApp group, you know, that we all keep in touch with now. So we, we're trying to build different ways of chemistry. So that's our biggest thing, you know, so we can stay ready. And then when we get back, and, you know, obviously we might have some new additions. We might have, you know, a couple of players here and there might come and go. But our core nucleus has to stay, you know, and uh, we've got to keep on building and, and going together and, and trying to, you know, if anything, if we have the best team chemistry, you know, whether we win or lose, we, we're just going to have fun on the court. So that's got to be our, our first focus is coming to sticking together and then each player realizing, hey, you know, what everyone's roles are. And accordingly from there, when we know our roles, it's easier to, to, to go and win. You know, we know the job in the end. So who uses the most emojis in the WhatsApp group? <laughs> sure, that's a tough question. Yeah, uh, at the moment, I'd say uh, shoot, it could be me. <laughs> and what's your, uh, what's your top emoji? Uh, probably the cool uh, glasses, the guy being cool and, you know, given yeah. the, like, you know, when the Steph Curry and everyone, James Harden, they do the three uh, oh, the with chef. the fingers. Oh, the yeah, so yeah. It's, it's those two things normally, like it's like excellent with cool, you know what I mean? Those kind of things, you know? Yeah. So I tend to use emojis uh, sometimes. <laughs> it's become I'm a still, habit. I'm still a little bit lost. Like the, if my friends use too many emojis, I actually right. have to go and like use some emoji chance translating device. I'm like, what just do you keep mean? It, <laughs> yeah, that's why I just keep it simple. You know, with the emoji game, there's, there's basic ones that everyone knows and just use those basic ones when you need to. <laughs> So, so you you take the emoji game seriously. You you seem to have like a rule book behind this. What's your? Uh, Sometimes yeah. it's just easier using emoji to show your emotion to express something without having a long message being sent. You know what I mean? And yeah. and type. So I think people understand emoji game as well. And um, you know, there's time and place for everything. <laughs> uh, Iban, I want to talk to you about the UBA from like a different angle. So, what do you think UBA has done for? Indian basketball and do you think like it's been it's been a good thing and why has this opportunity for you been that special? Well, it definitely is a good thing because first of all, it goes to show that we have talent in India. Um, we have opportunity 
uh, and there's a future for it. So it's most definitely 100% a good thing. Uh, maybe it'll inspire you know more people to get involved or even other you know associations to start leagues. Like I know there's a league happening right now in the, in the northeast of Asia, the Misra League, and these are the kind of things that's creating opportunities for players to play against different competition. And you know obviously you know it's like anybody knows you know having basketball when you get to the professional level it is a job. So you know it's create it's creating work for for athletes um, in in the genre. So I think it's it's definitely a great thing and it's inspiring players to work harder. And um, getting a chance to showcase their uh, their talents, you know, definitely on, for instance, you know, to have your games televised on TV, and um, you know, you you know, it's it's the first thing, you know, it's it's we we had Doordashan showing games, you know, they show the national games, but it'd be great to have more and more basketball on TV, you know, not just ten sports, and you know, Doordashan show it'd be great for them to show more games, um, you know, with these tournaments, the Federation Cup and stuff like that. So I think, or, or even online, because people want to watch, you know. Uh, basketball and and it's good for the players to also have content and film. So if they want to get better and, and you know I think it's a it's a way to have films showing other coaches like you know this is my game and you know, I'm looking to to get a job in in this place. So it's it's just you know I mean it's a resume at the end of the day. And and I think people internationally as well are starting to you know believe in and get behind it and they're like you know well why why didn't we have a league? You know we we should have had a league you know ten years ago. But you know I mean just look what it's already doing. Um, by coming now, you got players. Since I've seen from the first season to you know now, the the growth and development is amazing. You know, and um, you know just good to have like even the way that the game is shot on TV is it's shot really well. So, it, like I said, overall it's, it's just a blessing for everybody involved and, and great for the game in India. Absolutely. What about yourself? So, what has this opportunity meant for you? And what do you feel about your uh, whatever four seasons? Four or five seasons? Well, actually, yeah, I've only really played two seasons uh, because, I mean, like, um, you know, the, the best thing is that, okay, you know, getting a chance to play internationally, you know, uh, it was it was a great thing and, you know, it's it's been a part of me. So, uh, you know, I've been going back and forth to India, you know, um, since I was young and then to obviously have a chance to work with the NBA in India, it was, it was a great thing because, you know, I realized when I went back, it was like, how can I help? grow the game of basketball in India, you know, one of the reasons as a, as a young uh, teenager leaving the country is because, you know, when I told my mother, I told my family members that I wanted to be a professional athlete, it was almost like, you know, hey, um, there's no profession, there's no future for it, there's no scope, so you have to be realistic. Uh, so people were like, you need to be an engineer, go, go towards you know, IT or a doctor, it was, it was those kind of fields that you had to go into. And it was the hardest thing as a child to have your dreams been, you know, uh, told like you know you can't do this it's it's um you know it's not good for someone's self-esteem and, and everything and, you know so i think leaving india was primarily because you know as a youngster playing soccer growing up and uh, playing football in, in india you know i played all sports you know i was very good at cricket i was i did you know athletics and you know boxing and got to try sports but i never got a chance to play basketball because in india you don't start basketball till the ninth standard up and above you know um so it, it really wasn't around so i, I was playing football and you know the, my thing was, hey, I'd love to be a professional athlete, and hence we moved to Australia to have an opportunity through sports. That's um, you know the reason why it, I, I kind of got into you know coming coming to Australia and then got introduced to basketball here, but at a late age. But the fact is, I'm just glad that I had a chance to play the game and uh, you know where it's taken me. So for me, I know what the game has done for me. And going back to India, I was like, I definitely want to create a change and 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 try help grow the game and create opportunities for players like myself to not just be a professional athlete in India, but maybe internationally as well. So you grew up in Pune, right? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm born and raised in Pune. Okay. And uh, okay. yeah, Bishop uh, I, 
What was your uh, What was your favorite haunt in Pune? I've spent a lot of time in that city, and uh, I, I feel very affectionately towards Pune. I used to live very close to. Well, I used to live in Koregaon Park for a while. Very close oh, to that 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 German bakery that got bombed actually. Um, right, right. Yeah, I was uh, I was born corner from there too actually. Huh. So in the same garden, you know, I mean, if, in neighbors. So yeah. My my basketball memories in Pune were I used to own a bicycle there, and I would right. just bi- bike down to this like local high school that allowed us to use uh, allowed us to use their court. And and yeah. there's some there's some serious basketball talent in Pune that I think wasn't appreciated before until until recently. Um, right. I mean the first name that immediately comes to mind for me is, is Shireen Lemay, who's um, one of the biggest the stars of, of the of the women's team. Definitely. Um, so, anyways, you were telling me about uh, you know how you you kept coming back to India to contribute to basketball in one right. one ways or the other, and I think when our paths first crossed was back when you started working out with Kenny Nats teams. That's uh, right. I think it must have been 2010-11 back then. 2011. Um, yeah, and uh, you were very seriously considering um, taking up an Indian passport so you could play for for Kenny Nats, so you could be basically yeah. the 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 point guard we have needed forever. I mean, we have great bigs, but right. we we always needed somebody with your athleticism and like sort of court vision at at the point right. position. Um, so, thank you. In an alternative sort of universe, if things had gone right, where where would you have liked to see yourself? You know, uh, if 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 you had been able to play point for the national team. Well, that was a dream of mine since, like, since I guess I started playing basketball. You know, to represent and play for your country from your birth. You know what I mean? And like, my family's all still in India, so like, I'd go used to go visit all the time. You know, but uh, I guess the timing of when I came to India and I wasn't playing, I just came back from my hand injury, so I wasn't signed with the team uh, because prior to that, I was playing internationally, pro- pro- playing professionally, and the timing was always when the when the leagues were on, the, the international games were on, so I, I couldn't. You know, I was signed to a team. And then when this opportunity happened where I could come back and play for India, uh, what happened with the passport is that, look, every other country allows you to, you know, have dual citizenship. And a lot of countries have players that weren't born in that country yet, yes, play, yet playing for that country. Well, I was born in India. I'm like, yeah, I want to come back and play for the country. Just because now I have a Australian passport as well, it doesn't make me any less Indian. So I said, I'll, I'm happy to come back and play for my national team and give up my Australian passport and, and get my Indian passport. Uh, so I, I went through, started doing all the paperwork for that because I had my old Indian passport that was expired, but I just had to reapply for a new one, um, which, uh, you know, obviously it's it's a process, but you can get it. It's not, you know, so I was more than happy to do it. And uh, I was back in shape playing the best basketball in my life. We had Kenny Nat, um, you know, coaching, which was amazing to have an NBA coach that's worked with LeBron. And he was in the, you know, he was back in the day when the Bulls played the Jazz. He was assistant coach for the Jazz. Yeah. So he's been in the industry for a long time and he was a, a guard coach as well. So he was working us. We were in the best shape of our life. We had an amazing team. We had so much talent, you know what I mean, on the yeah. team. We really had a great chance to, to do big things. You know, I remember another player who played the post at Jug Deep. You know, this guy was, you know, he. I, I looked at him being like, this guy should be right now in the D-League playing. You know, he had so much talent. I was like, he should be playing pro somewhere. You know, um, so we had guys like him. We had young guys like Satnam coming through to the ranks. Who I'm like, yeah, you know, this guy's only 16 now, 17. Imagine what he's gonna do when he, he's he's just gonna be a beast. And look, look, he has become a beast. So good on him. You know, all the hard work has paid off for him. Um, you know, we had guys like uh, you know Amjot and and uh, Amrit and uh, you know even Papreet was there, very young. You know, so we had so much talent. You're right, so many good bigs. You know, 
And, um, you know, even the guard position, we had, you know, guys like TJ Sai, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of young young guys like, you know, who are coming to the UBA right now as well, who were just starting off over there at that point, you know. Um, so I feel like we had a, a perfect uh, mix of different players and enough size to play because guys like Amjot were playing the two, the three as well, you know what I mean? So, you know, realistically, I could have played the one or two. It didn't, it didn't phase me. I was a combo guard. But I was in great shape and I was ready to, you know, compete with the national team. And, and our plan was to go and get a medal. We were like, let's, let's, you know, let's try and go and get get this Asian Games medal, you know, and surprise a lot of teams. So I think everybody in the camp was um, very excited and, and uh, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity for us. Uh, it's just unfortunate how things happen, you know, obviously with, um, you know, the dengue situation. Uh, getting dengue right before the Asian Games for me just changed everything. Uh, because my mindset was go to Asian Games, play there, have a great tournament, you know. Um, and, and it wasn't just go out there trying to score. Like, my plan was to try and get, like, a triple-double. You know, I wanted to have average 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. You wanted that to Westbrook my, it up. Basically. Definitely. And, and that's exactly, you know, that, you know that's uh, like, because a game like James Harden and Westbrook, a similar style to, I believe, those are the kind of guys I look at, I've been watching him playing, you know. So I feel like my, my game style suited that game a lot, you know. And uh, I think we... We between our whole team, we had a, a chance to win a medal. So especially having you know Kenny Nat there too, you know coaching us, he, you know it was it was great. I mean the team went on to do great things because I think um, that's the year we did we found that year or the year after. But we we had a great a great tournament. It's just unfortunate I, I didn't get a chance to really make it to you know to the Asian Games. Uh, you know being, being so did by you dengue. did you have your Indian passport before the the dengue incident or or, or no, were you waiting on that? Yeah, so what happened was I met an, I met an agent that was going to do all my paperwork. And uh, so that was just going to take a week. And I was in Delhi at the time, and I put my paperwork through. And literally, I, we had got 10 days off, and uh, I, I actually caught the train to Pune. Uh, and when I arrived in Pune, I, I, got, I was hospitalized pretty much. Three, four days being into Pune, I was hospitalized. And I couldn't um, like finish my paperwork. So I just, when that happened, everything was like, oh, well, you know, doctors were like, look, well, you can't, you can't, you definitely can't play in these games, and then you might affect you for, for later. So, you know, we don't, we have to wait and see in time how your body recovers. Um, you know, and pretty much straight after that is, um, you know, I end up getting an OCI because, um, you know, that's when my chapter started with the NBA working with uh, the outreach program in India. So, how was that comeback process like after like, after being hospitalized for so right. long and? Was it, uh, I mean, it, because it isn't a physical injury, so was it right. relatively easier to come, come back in your to, your to your prime shape? Well, it, it actually, I'm not going to lie, it took a while because in the start, my body was uh, like deflated. You know, I lost all my, my muscle mass and uh, I was, for the first time in my life, very skinny and I had a, a belly. I've, I've always stayed pretty toned around my stomach area and, you know, uh, I was sleeping almost 20 days, 20 hours a day, you know. Uh, I was on, they gave me a lot of medication. You know, because it, yeah, it felt like I was, I felt like I was almost 60 years old. You know, I'd never felt like this in my life. And it, it kind of hurt me inside. And, you know, it was like uh, constantly something that I was dealing with thinking, how am I going to recover from this? But to be honest with you, it, you know, after two months of proper, you know, diet and just eating right and just getting my proper rest, uh, my body recovered pretty quick. And, you know, I was, I was back on the court plane, uh, but I did feel, you know, stiffness and, and tightness and my muscle, all my muscles weren't fully developed again. So I had to get back to a lot of training and get myself where I needed to be. Um, you know, if I was going to play at that level, uh, uh, and at the same time, you know, my, my option was like, yeah, look, I can recover and at the same time do what I love doing, which is 
and be involved in you know growing the game, which is be involved in basketball and you know working with the NBA in India. Uh, Ivan, I want to talk to you a little bit uh, about Australia. Slight change of scenery here. Oh. So you you moved yes, here. How, how old were you when you moved here? I was uh, 12, 13, uh, 13 at the time. Okay, and so I, I've been here for about two years now, and I'm I'm constantly blown away by the quality of sport here in general. Not just not just basketball, just you know, like there's cricket, there's footy, there's rugby league, there's there's just so much. And basketball is probably like the fifth or sixth biggest sport here, and these guys are in the top ten in the world, right? And I, I think it's just a testament to how amazing uh, the sporting system here is. So, did you feel like you benefited a lot by um, by this system here? Well, it's, it's a very interesting question because, um, you know, you're 100% right. They have, uh, you know, a lot of great facilities and it's it's set up. And, and right now, basketball, I'd say it's the second most participated sport in Australia. Uh, however, the league is not doing as, as good as, for instance, the AFL or the rugby league is very popular because there's not as much basketball in the media. And, yeah. you know, the media controls, obviously, the sport. So even, even cricket is, is not as big as, you know, rugby and everything. And, it's, and probably cricket is... Uh, you know, basketball is more popular than cricket in, in Australia, um, funny enough. But, you know, Australia does really well in cricket and it does great in, in rugby and AFL. So those sports, are they get more media and everything. Yeah. Whereas basketball, because Australia, every year, they've just missed out on, on getting a, a medal in the Olympics. So they seem to just be under that bubble. And, um, you know, I think the the, the league is, is it's a very professional league over here. A lot of talent. Uh, I feel like it's just the, the marketing is missing and the players are not really, you know, it comes down to also salaries. Like the football players are, the highest paid players, so they get all the attention. Yeah, basketball players. You know, I mean, and that's just one of the things. You know, I mean, see, it's a it's a big factor that I believe. Uh, you know, it, it does help with with the with the marketing in, in the media. Uh, you know, so that's why basketball is kind of forgotten sometimes over here. But there's so much talent here, and uh, you know, I feel like uh, the, the the thing is that it's a lot of system over here. So if you have to be in the system to get that the right training and you know be mm-hmm. in the right circle. So sometimes a lot of people they don't fit into that system, but it don't mean that you stop. You know, you find yeah. a way. To just keep working because the facilities are here so you can go into an indoor court and shoot you might have to pay a couple of dollars but you know it's worth it if you're going to go in and get to work out in the indoor court and use a wooden you know floor so it's less impact on the joints and it's not as hot um but stuff like that you know it's just it gives people opportunities to 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 dream and be like hey you know i could make a change and i could make it to the league and um, you know that's kind of like my my story in a way because coming here uh, you know, I wasn't like in no one's system. You know, I was very raw, but no one even knew me. Mm-hmm. I just started playing basketball. I didn't understand the game. So I was definitely outside the circle. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, it didn't stop me from working. And, you know, you just got to know what path you want to follow. And, you know, I guess kind of go 100% towards that. Uh, that's, uh, I just want to like butt in, Kaushik. That's crazy for me to hear that, um, that, 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 Aust- that you said in Australia, the, there is not as much media focus on basketball. Because everything about basketball in Australia, to me as an outsider, is incredible. You guys have one of the best teams in the world. You guys have Definitely. so many stars in the NBA. And you right. have, a, a, okay, not the top league, but I would say a top five league in the world. Exactly. So it's, uh, like, what isn't adding up, you know? No, it's just the, it's well, just I, the money, you know? Like, it's, it's easy to sell AFL and NRL here. So that, right. that's, that's what dominates the newspapers. That's what dominates the, the exactly. televisions and everything. But... Uh, Ivan is completely right. Like the NBL back in the day, like in the 80s and 90s, was legitimately yeah. the second best league in the world. Like you mean uh, Andrew Gaze years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Prob- probably yep. earlier than that. Like this is when the time uh, like your Dante Exum and Ben Simmons their fathers played in the league. Uh, right. Like, exactly. That uh, people talk here about that being like the glory days of the NBA. But I, I do feel like over these 2 or 3 years that I've been here I can see that the NBL is increasing slightly in stature they're like this time to get their act together but yeah uh, it is still a long way to go in terms of like media uh, availability and everything so even have so, you played so, in the NBL before so yeah i mean i'm blessed to have said that i, I made it to the NBL and you know just going back to your topic is like this uh, it goes to show that what happened 10 years ago can happen again yeah. and i think that's kind of happening with the growth of uh, players making it overseas and you know i think the nba was they realized that there is a market there and they can do it um and, and it's it's happening so to to go back onto that but yeah i'm blessed to have um you know made a, a team over here and have had opportunity to play in the nba so i, I want to ask I, you like uh, go for it can can i drop some uh, india related nba news that's sort of just come to my attention recently absolutely um, definitely uh there's I mean this hasn't been formally announced but you know why not like in hoop darshan we drop uh, we drop breaking news all the time three Definitely. of our uh, our top players will be trying out for the nbl within a month or so and i'll let you guys it's not a very difficult uh, it's not a very difficult guessing game to to know which three those players are yeah i'm just i'm going to say yep that's so very that's soon awesome. You, you very soon what? all three are he- heading over to um to to sydney i think actually that's let me I'll, i'll confirm that with vishesh uh well, to, to, to me before i left and uh, he yeah, actually told yeah. me he was coming here so i told him we're definitely going to catch up while he's here and uh that's the kind of stuff that you know what i mean we need to and that's what a league does you know when you play when you have your own professional league you know now you have content playing against other professional players and it creates opportunities and you know um this is great this is just the start of more more to happen absolutely you know what uh, sometime last year i found out that sydney kings the the nbl team based out of sydney uh, recruited That's a right. Ch- chinese player because there was a rule now that they're part of fiba asia that they could recruit yeah. an asian federation player without adding to their overseas count and the first yeah. thought that my that came to my head was that let yeah, me find yeah. out the email addresses of all these coaches and just spam them you know <laughs> there are these there are these amazing indian basketball players that are not going to um, add to your overseas budget or whatever and they are amazing and they can ball oh, the hell out and i yeah. I, i literally came close to sending that mail this morning so uh, right. I, i'm yeah. i'm like glad to hear that this is like already in progress uh, and yeah Yeah, you know we all like we all do our piece you know to the puzzle so we like by what you're saying and doing it's not a bad idea you know uh, i think uh, this is really where if you want to have your games also broadcasted then yeah it makes sense to have a few players from uh, you know the country representing that team yeah. um and yeah, that that's that's the disappointing but you know being back in the day you know this is what should have been happening when i first signed uh, with the singapore slingers you know yeah. and you know we we had a great opportunity to 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 grow and but you know singapore singers now they're playing in the asian league that started so you know eventually uh we can have it you know our own asian league where the nbl teams indian teams and chinese teams uh you know and and filipino teams you know teams from all from different parts of asia and southeast asia and also uh middle east because they're part of the asian federation play in a asian league like the euro league and that could be the the next biggest thing in, in basketball so i think this is where basketball is headed for you know in, in asia and you know we definitely need to be on on the ball with it as well in india oh, 100% uh even what are the other countries that you've played in and um like what has been some of your favorite locations to play in 
Um, well, some of the places I've played in, obviously, being Australia, uh, the U.S., uh, played in Israel, played in Belgium, uh, played in, I've got to get my list out, uh, Singapore, <laughs> obviously, India, <laughs> now yeah. we have the UVA, um, and, um, you know, uh, I want to say these these mostly, these places I've been, I've played against the, like another professional team from that country, you know, so it's been great to fly around and, you know, experience uh, a different place, a different culture while getting to play and, and get paid for it. it. It truly is a blessing. Uh, so, like with the list, I, I don't know if that's all of it, but I was gonna, I can, I can go with a few more other names, like you know, Philippines and, um, you know, but I, like Toronto. But I think it's, uh, you know, I think the uh, biggest thing about basketball being is, you know, for young kids, like, hey, this is a sport that can take you around the world, and you can get, you know, your education taken care of through the sport, uh, like, like especially basketball. You know, getting a scholarship to the U.S. for me was you know one of the best things that could happen and that can happen for any young kid who's you know aspiring to to grow and get better you know and then get your education paid for at the same time what about your future plans even uh, how, how much longer do you want to keep playing and what do you see for yourself yeah. once your playing days are done do we have enough time for that because it's not being now obviously i'm not going to disclose everything i just got to keep you guys guessing and you know um, and see what the what the road ahead leaves and you know at the same time what my destiny is but I'm definitely just thankful to still be able to play and uh, you know I feel great when I'm on the court so it's not like you know um, it's not like I'm playing through pain I mean some sometimes you are some games and, and some games you feel great so um, my thing is just to to keep playing while I can but uh, you know I've been it's been so much more than being a basketball player for me for, for a long time now you know I've been involved from the the coaching to the operations and, and to the marketing and the business side of the game but just just the understanding of the game has gotten so much bigger and better the more time I've spent with it so you know it's such a big part of me now that uh, you know it's always going to be in my life whether I'm playing or not and even if I'm not playing professionally I'll still be out you know getting a chance to get up and down the court you know because for me this is what keeps me fit and healthy and happy you know so I'm going to keep doing it till I can that's fantastic Ivan uh, Ivan has a has uh, has has Bollywood called at any point of all the time you spend in India? You've been very mysterious about your future. I'm just oh, gonna assume you're gonna show up oh, in the next. Oh, uh, definitely. I yeah. definitely have friends in the industry. Um, yes. You know, by spending time back in Bombay, and it's good to just have friends in it. And uh, you know, I just I'm supportive of um, you know obviously the industry, but I definitely uh, want the industry to be more internationally. Uh, you know, I think uh, yeah. we have enough talent and we have enough good stories and and now you know I think Hollywood is catching on to you know stories from India so I yeah. think uh, you know my whole thing is is just putting bridging the gaps between Bollywood and Hollywood really you know uh, and Hollywood and Bollywood that that's really my focus is I, I see those things happening and and that's where I'm, I'm kind of also putting some of my time but because it's interesting to me I, I enjoy being in that creative space and uh, grew up in the industry so it, it's uh, you know it, it's always there but um, like I said you know you can you can grow and grow in it and uh, it doesn't mean you can't, you know, actually have basketball in your life at the same time as well, you know. So. Okay, and I have one more slightly serious question, and you can choose not to answer it. Um, wow. You have, I mean, you obviously have roots all over the world, right? Like you, and uh, you, you were born in India, you grew up in Australia, I think you have Jewish roots as well. Um, yeah. The, the FIBA Asia Cup is co coming up this year, and this is the year right. for the first time that a team from Oceania and Asia will be playing in the same tournament. There's a good right. chance it's gonna be an India versus Australia game, Ivan. Really? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's gonna happen? Who do you support in that game? Who do you root for? Obviously, come on. Now this is it's tatted on my freaking arm. 
So, you know, when India plays uh, Australian cricket, you know what I'm saying? It's no, you know, obviously I go for India always first. Australia is my second home. You know what I mean? Um, India. You mentioned this, but but Iban has a has a tattoo on his arm that says "Made in India" and it's the India uh, map, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I should have mentioned that before I said it, but uh, yeah. To be honest with you, that's exactly. I'm always going to be rooting for my home country, my my land. Uh, and you know, yeah, I do have. You know, obviously, my you know my mix. Obviously, my dad's side is uh, you know Hebrew Indian, and my mother's Anglo Indian. So I have you know Indian on both sides. And it's part of my blood. I grew up from there, so it's always going to be who I go for first. Uh, you know, obviously Australia, I support them when they play in the Olympics. But if you're playing against India, I got to go for India. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff, Ivan. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I, I just want to put it out there: if you're ever in Melbourne, I'd be happy to shout you a beer. Well, thank you so much for having me. First and foremost, you know, it was great me- meeting you, Kaushik. And uh, funny that you say that because uh, I'm actually coming to Melbourne. Um, because I'm I'm talking to a couple of teams in the Big V, and mm-hmm. right now is the second season has just started. It goes from March to August, so um, there's a possibility I might be coming to play in Melbourne. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a good league there. They look after you, and uh, you know, it keeps me in shape. So when I go back for next season, you know, at least I'm I'm more in game shape. And that's been my biggest thing is uh, not playing consistently throughout the year. Uh, you know, as as when you're when you're professionally playing, it's it's good to be ready in game shape. So I think if I had a uh, you know a season a full season over here uh, under my belt when I go back in uh, for the next season I'd be more ready. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Looking forward to catching up with you when you're here. I'll definitely come and I'll definitely hit you up when I'm in Melbourne and uh, you know catch up with you over coffee or chai. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Get it. Um, Get it. Th- thanks again for joining us, Iban. Uh, yeah. Uh, hope to see you the next time you're in the country, man. Take care. Thank you, Karan. I, I know you're right now in DC, so um, yep. you know I look so forward to meet when we're in, oh we're having a good time going to all the NBA games. Yeah, it's, it's good to see. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Keep doing your thing, and uh, you know it's, we're we're happy to have you. You know, on the basketball team, um, and you know, like I said, I appreciate your time and look forward to seeing you in person again. See you, man. Take care. Thank you. See you guys. Take care. So I thank Iban for joining us in episode 44 of Hoop Darshan. Uh, Kaushik, any any after thoughts to the interview? I think it was it was a great pleasure to talk to. Uh, first of all, it was great to talk to someone in the same time zone as me. I feel like I'm <laughs> so far <laughs> that, away from the rest that's of the, the first, world. <laughs> that's the first time it's happened yeah. in our our several years. Well, ever since you moved to Australia, at least. That's right. Um, yeah, it was great to hear his insight on the different countries that he's played in, the story, the really, like, he's not a very typical story um, that you hear. His his path has been one that's required dedication and one that's required intense effort from his end to do it. And he's he's made a really successful career out of it. So it was great to hear that sort of insight, great to hear his comparison of the different uh, places that he's played in the, and, and, like, the Australian sports landscape, which has fascinated me since the day I moved here. Uh, it, it was good. Yeah. I'm I'm really hoping that that we, we get that uh, India versus Australia matchup at the FIBA Asia Cup. Oh, that'd be uh, great. It it likely not happen in the women's tournament because um, we're in level two and Australia are probably going to be in level one. Uh, but but the men's tournament, I think everyone everyone has a chance at some point to be grouped against everyone anyone else. Absolutely. So and even if it doesn't happen in the FIBA Asia Cup, it's definitely going to happen for the World Cup qualifiers. And I really hope 
like it happens here so that like personally i can yeah. go for it but <laughs> uh, yeah it'd be and 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 you know like with with, with amjot amritpal and vishesh trying out the, the 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 roots between the two nations are are coming closer so so you may actually get to host a, a melbourne get together of all these guys with iban around oh that would be fantastic <laughs> so uh, before we wrap up karan um, anything exciting you in the last few days of the nba season um i guess we are inching closer to the playoffs we'll probably we'll probably uh, head straight in in our next in, in our next uh, episode and and do like a like a much more detailed nba playoff preview uh for now i mean uh, la- last night was the uh, the spurs pasting completely destroying the cavs and 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 kawhi once again for some reason whenever i'm on hoop darshan i've just recently gotten over kawhi man crush which is, uh, which is every day right which is almost every day so um looking forward to the playoffs now you know uh, i think we've reached at that time of the season where everyone sort of kind of done with it you know yeah except for except for the 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 battle for the 7th 8th seeds in both conferences especially in the west the 8th is going to be is is the one thing that that'll remain interesting definitely the the mvp race as well i think it's like slowly edging oh, towards yeah towards Harden but like you, you never know with these things right like it depends in on the last day if the Spurs end up finishing uh, this like is significantly higher than like maybe that changes things this is really uh, like this is one of the greatest MVP races in my recent memory because you know and normally we've been able to sort of just really lean on somebody around this time of the year and, yeah. and, and be, or, or be, the, be be about yeah the very worst yeah. it's like two people Yeah, and be about like sixty to seventy percent sure, even if it's just one person. Yeah. Like I remember the the, the Derek Rose year, where where he's sort of, um, I mean, in in recent memory, he's considered the quote unquote weakest of the MVP winners. But even then, I knew by half midway that it's most likely gonna be him. Yeah. Whereas this time around, um, I think this is a real race until the last. Like all eighty-two games are going to matter. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Which is which is so interesting, and I and uh, it's so it's we can't really say anything. I I guess we'll make our formal. Uh, we will have the final word in the next episode when the season's over that is true that is true and also interesting to not too many people other than myself is the race to the bottom the tankathon <laughs> the tankapalooza yes. uh, which suddenly well, has like way too many teams like did you know that phoenix is on a eight game losing streak and between oh, that they sneaked to... in the 70 point game from devin booker it's... he had a 70 point game which is insane uh he's going to be incredible i i feel he's a he's a 6566 shooting guard with like Steph Curry like is sort of like um speed on release you know yeah. he's incredible he um, and he's like barely 20 years old so it's he's bit... 20 years old it's it's insane yeah. but but speaking of the tankapalooza yes cuz i have been following march madness here in the states and this is one of the better years of, uh, in the draft especially for the american talent i think over the last few years um there's been i mean the foreign talent in the league has been incredible the last two or three years and this year i think the the american talent is is really really good we're going to get seven or eight amazing american players into the league yeah um uh, by, can, by this time next year karan are, are you a lonzo ball believer because i am i don't i mean his his dad talks a lot of shit but but lonzo is amazing he's he he is going to be the real deal within pretty much from the first day in the nba i saw him play I'd never seen him play for UCLA until the tournament began, mm-hmm. and the guy he can run the show. He is just uh, so he's just such a flow general, right? He 
he reminds me of whatever like you know your your magic johnson type plays where he's just so fast uh, it, the flow of the game goes through him he controls the game it's it's amazing he's he he's jason kidd with a better jump shot already yeah you know? that's right i mean and ugly i mean one, he's not but but a good one he, yeah exact um uh, and uh, my favorite rookie uh, sorry my favorite like player who who will be a rookie is malik monk i knew this he was didn't coming really, up <laughs> for for kentucky he didn't really have a great final game but i i just i just love his game is really smooth and i love watching him play yeah, so um, he's he's really exciting as well a lot of mock drafts seem to have him go to the new york knicks so maybe that's why you've got I, an eye on I, him so i didn't really but then once i saw one mock draft because again who really knows with mock draft like until yeah, first of right. all the, the the lottery has to go down so these these mocks are are just like preempting the lottery yeah um but anyways like if I would love it. This, the Knicks are so bad at this point that <laughs> that like that any any of the top seven or eight rookies would be helpful. Like I, I'm not gonna be you know beggars can't be choosers. You know what I mean? That's so. right. <laughs> yeah, it's the same case with me. I just wanted lo- uh, a draft lottery pick. I, I want us to keep that top three pick, and then and then we'll see. <laughs> Uh yeah so that so of course if you if you get on this topic we can talk for another hour but we don't want to do that to you listeners <laughs> you've uh, you've already paid us enough of our, of your time and uh, as always thank you so much for joining us on hoop darshan we've have made it through 44 episodes it's kind of uh, hard to believe uh, when you look at that number from far away but yeah. we will will be there we'll 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 continue along we'll hit the 50 mark we'll do the ravindra jadeja salute and what not <laughs> uh, but yeah thank thank you for joining us if you want to reach out on social media to us um, karan is at hoopistani on twitter and i'm at underscore kaushik7 the podcast is at hoop darshan and we are also available on facebook SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, and a host of other places. We we are available in as many places as Iban has played in the world. Is that fair? Pretty much. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right then. Uh, thanks, Karan. Thanks for joining me today. And uh, thank you. Until next time. Hashtag India Basketball.